You're listening to Pim Talk, the product marketing podcast, brought to you by InRiver. Welcome to PIM Talk, the podcast for product marketers, merchandisers, and PIM professionals. And every second Tuesday, we come together to share knowledge, experiences, and challenges to be able to create even better product stories. Maybe you're wondering what PIM is. PIM is a software that is all about managing all product marketing information in one place to create a rich customer experience in all channels and shorten time to market. And if you're new to PIM, check out our first episode, What is PIM? I'm your host, Thomas Schwabberg. I'm the creative director at InRiver, and we want to do this podcast for you and with you. So please contact us and tell us what topics you would like us to cover, what guests you would like to have on the show, or maybe you want to contribute in any way. So you can email us at pimtalk at inriver.com or send a message on Twitter at pimtalkpodcast. In this episode, we're going to look at the feedback we can get from your converting channels and how that can benefit both you and your suppliers. And uh, I met with Magnus Beren from Menigo Food Service that has a lot of interesting thoughts about this. So let's go on with the talk. So I'm here with uh, Magnus Buren, uh, e-commerce manager at Manidico Food Service. Nice to meet you. Hello, nice to meet you, yeah. Thomas. Uh, and we have discussed something that I think is really interesting um, about when you have many suppliers and you want them to supply you with information that you really need to give them some more incentive in order for them to you know, really get engaged in providing you with good product information. And maybe you could just share some thoughts that you have around that. Well, if we look from sort of a vision point of view, as it is for them today, it's like it's just one-way direction. Instead of it's the, that they gain insights of the, the sort of the, the, the work they are doing. And uh, this is just ideas, but it's sort of the Google Analytics uh, statistics information would help them. Page views, it would be nice with the conversions, but also the search result. Is it a zero search result or is it doing work? So they can have sort of the statistics or sort of the, the feedback of what has happened with the work I've been doing. That's what we are thinking and looking for. What could help them? Because if the supplier can do the work, it will also create a better market data for us to apply on our website. I mean, a lot of companies, they had invested in solutions that helped them to, um, you know, measure behavior on the website mm -hmm. so you can track the customer behavior. You have all your website analytics and so. And if you work with a lot of suppliers and they are actually providing you with information, I think if you can give them that feedback and if you can also make them see the difference when they are doing a good job versus they are doing a bad job. Yeah. That, that could really get things um, rolling in a positive way. It is. And I, if, I, if I would be in that sort of uh, role as a supplier to sort of an e-commerce company, that's what I would actually ex expect. 
my efforts, what sort of what could I learn? What's the insight? What should I do and not do? Uh, can I uh, get this feedback back and then also show internally to my colleagues what is uh, what we need to do so we learn? So it's a question of learning experience from sort of from the supply point of view, but also for sort of the e-commerce point of view. I think some things that can be quite easily shown is that you as a supplier can get feedback. How many of my products is actually available in the sales channel? And also feedback on, as you said, uh, product page visits, uh, maybe bounce rate, conversion yeah, rate, yeah, and so on. And, yeah. and I mean, you you have around 1,500 supplies, right? Yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, if, if you can get a benchmark where you're at comparing to the other suppliers. Yeah. If you can see if you're in the top 20% yeah. or if in the bottom yeah. 20%, that will affect how you will you know, work and provide you with information. Yeah, because I, I think that uh, many suppliers want this, but they don't, they don't have it today. So it's, it's a question of actually to, to gain insight from, from, from their point of view or from our point of view. And we can learn from each other. Yeah. They they got sort of the, the insight to understand what is uh, SEO, what happened, why do I need to sort of work with product descriptions, why do I have to work with pictures, why it's so important. It's obvious, it's hygiene factors, of course, but for many, it's just like information. Yeah. So they need the help to, to get the insights, and they need to help to understand that this is something gaining their business. I, I think for suppliers and also for us, it's a question of learning experience all the time to, to learn and if suppliers by themselves can see and actually manage and uh, work with this it's uh, more motivating instead of the just get information how it should be yeah and it's also you know deepen the relationship if you can give something back you know give them a tool so so they they can sell more by using your solution and they get feedback and and having that two-way communication you you can you can be the preferred reseller because they know when they put effort into your solution they will also gain from that yeah and and, and also that the, the great thing is that we learn from our suppliers even more yeah they can enrich their uh, product information uh, better and we learn from that because a product page is as actually as i feel it should be a knowledge page and you have even uh, talked about gamification so could you elaborate a little bit about that how, how that can be used in this scenario i think is you have to make it playful because uh, uh, many sort of digital tools today could be boring yeah <laughs> i mean um and we want the fun part we have we have it around us uh, we have the apps and and you know um everyone is sort of like the dopamine yeah, it's actually, and if you can make uh, gamification, we can, I think it's actually natural. It's nothing strange. Make the tool interesting that you have a relationship with the tool. The tool give you information that you can learn. You can get the insights, and I think gamification is a, I mean, straightforward way to make it more um, joyful to work with. And gamification, as you said, could be that they get sort of the feedback about the <clears throat> result of my, the work I've been doing, the product enrichment, uh, and so on. And you get sort of feedback, is, the, is there a change? What can I learn from that? Yeah. It's not easy maybe to sort of implement it, but it's a way actually to improve the relationship be between a supplier and, and us. Yeah. Another thing is to, 
to you know enable different ways of providing you with product information so you might have this huge supplier yeah. they have all the systems in place they can provide you with APIs and yeah. everything and validation then you might have the you know the CMI big they at least have their Excel sheets and, and can provide you with files but then you have the, the small small providers yeah. that you know that they might not even have a computer they only have the cell phone yeah and and, uh, and they don't think about it uh, they don't think it's their business I mean they, they have uh, of course then they don't identify with it but can we help them in different ways um, could they just um, Instead of writing text, could they sort of uh, film with their mobile phone and then uh, by an onboarding solution, place it um, on the product page. Yeah. Different ways that give them a sort of a feedback, a kickback of, of their sort of their, their efforts. So different levels. Another thing is that if uh, depending on the supplier, if it's a large company, it doesn't mean that they are better than that. Just understand this and, and, and are interested and, and want to develop it. They can start to compete with the large companies. Yeah, and I, and I also think, I mean, what we learn from social media, from Instagram and so yeah. on, is that the visuals is important, but also the personal thing. Yeah. So, picture says more than a thousand words, but the video says even more. And if you can give that personal description, and if you can share, as you say, with the product pages, the knowledge bank uh, and so on, and if you're available to send it out to the channels, but also get the feedback what's happening, that can be something that engages a lot of people across all kinds of um, or different suppliers that yeah, you might have. Yeah, uh, true. And it's a, it's a very, very interesting vision yeah. to go there. It okay. is true. Yeah, <laughs> this has been really vis uh, visionary. So I, I thank you, Magnus. I think we have an exciting future together yeah. to to really make things happen here. So uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're listening to PIM Talk, the product marketing podcast. And after this short break, we're going to go and talk to Daniel and Jesper from Aptus about what kind of information you can retrieve from your e-commerce site. PIM stands for Product Information Management, and InRiver stands for PIM. Want to learn more about how your organization can benefit from PIM software? We've put together a free white paper where you can learn what you need to know about how your e-commerce platform can benefit from PIM. Go to www.pimtalk.com to download a free guide to help you better understand how PIM can work for you. That's www.pimtalk.com. After I talked to Magnus at Minigo, uh, we realized that we both work with uh, Aptus, the search and merchandising engine. And I'm actually at Aptus now to talk to um, Jesper Gustafsson, the sales and partner manager, and Daniel Aurelai, the pre-sales manager. Welcome to the show. So I think this is very interesting. I mean, what my, I and Magnus talked about was what kind of information that we can get back from the channel in order to see how our products perform, actually. So um, what can we get out from the channel? Uh, well, we uh, take in consideration how people interact with different products, meaning we uh, look at what people click at, what they add to their cart, what they purchase, but also what they don't uh, click, what they don't add to their cart. So we have a good uh, 360 view of all of the products being shown to each individual customer. Um, what we want to do with this is to 
engage uh, the clients with the most relevant products at any given time. So uh, being able to uh, change basically the uh, uh, the products that are shown to each customer. Uh, but what Magnus is looking at is that, okay, we're showing all of these products in different areas of the site. It can be in the search engine, the navigation, or in the recommendations. Uh, but how are these individual uh, products performing? So if I go in and do some work uh, updating, um, let's say, product number one, uh, does it have any impact? And what we want to, to showcase now uh, when updating our solution is that uh, there are some products that get a lot of engagement, but maybe they're not converting as well, meaning people click at them, but they don't buy them. So is there anything missing here? Can we do something better? Can you work with your PIM system and uh, put in more information perhaps that makes these products uh, to have a higher chance of converting? So yeah, that's All what right. we're looking at. It's the golden goose. <laughs> So, I mean, this is something that can be very beneficial both for you um, and your internal organization when you enrich your products, but also if you work with suppliers, as Magnus talked about, how to, you know, really give them an incentive to put extra effort into the product enrichment. But, I mean, how could this look like impractical, uh, would you say, Daniel? Yeah, so besides what Jesper said, that we gain all this information in order to provide good recommendation and good relevance ranking all over the site, we also have uh, reports that can show per product how many displays, uh, what's the revenue you're getting from it, how many purchases there have been, how many add to cart, so you can like rank all your different products and have a full view of how are they actually performing on the site as well. Okay, so you can actually get the dollar figure as well in there. Yeah, per product. So that's... <coughs> yeah, that's I think that's really the perfect mo motivation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, great. And, and another thing here, we, we are closing in on the pinpoint and we're going to have a hackathon. And I know that you guys are going to be there. So uh, do you have anything to say about that? Uh, we're gonna win. That's uh, <laughs> of, course. of course, of course. That's the thing. Uh, no, but uh, what we want to do uh, at the hackathon is to not only showcase all of this information in our own system, but to be able to send it or provide it to where it's needed the most. Uh, in this case, uh, you have a different team working with your uh, PIM system, and why not give them the information they need to work on products that have high engagement, but maybe low conversion, so we can make sure that we have all of the information needed for each product. Sounds fantastic. I'm really looking forward to the hackathon and what we can do together, uh, both with Menigo and with other customers. Thank you. Really Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Pinpoint is coming, so it's only two weeks before the largest PIM event in the world, the Pinpoint Summit in Malmö, Sweden. And we're going to gather around 1,000 PIM professionals uh, from our partner network, from our customers, and from our own organization. And it's going to be a fantastic event with interesting keynotes, seminars, workshops, and all of that. And one thing that I'm also very proud of um, being able to offer this year is the first in River Pinpoint Hackathon. Hey guys, Tobias from Avencia here. Welcome to Concept. My name is Roy Eriksson. This is Pontus from DMIR Consulting. Join the Pinpoint Hackathon the day before Pinpoint. 
I'll be bringing a deadly team to the hackathon at Pinpoint this year. Give us the computers. We're preparing for the Pinpoint hackathon. The Pinpoint hackathon. We are the future. If you haven't signed up for the Pinpoint event yet, you can go to pinpointsummit.com. And uh, you can also there in the blog read more about the Pinpoint Hackathon and register for that as well. Thank you for listening. For feedback, tips and questions, you can email us at pimtalk at nriver.com or message us at pimtalkpodcast at Twitter. Please, if you like the show, go into iTunes and give us a good review. And if you would like to see some behind-the-scenes material, bloopers and live streams, you can follow Pimtalk on Instagram. See you again in two weeks. Bye.